Hey everybody, it's the NBA Bubble Podcast. We're in a strange times in the world right now where there's growing a pandemic um, and the NBA is trying to upstart in Florida. So we wanted to get together and have a conversation about specifically hooping, balling and playing in the NBA Bubble in Florida. Uh, right now I have both uh, my two good friends with me, my brother and uh, Will. Uh, well, guys, we'll... introduce yourself. Yo, 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 Kenny Lee, a.k.a. Kenny G, because I stay smooth. What's goody? <laughs> and who's your favorite team or your favorite uh, player? Favorite team, I'm, favorite team, I'm a diehard Celtics fan, as we know. Okay. And Will? Yo, it's your boy Doza. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The area? Again, a popping in a bubble. There you go, there oh. you go. My my favorite team was the New Jersey Nets, but you know they're they're not a team anymore. But but, but my favorite player right now is Luca from the Dallas. Luka Doncic. Okay. So I know I know just like uh, me, uh, you guys are really hyped for the NBA season. Um, we didn't Same have we we no worse time to cut the NBA off then right at the playoff seating, playoff races, who's going to be one through seven, the pandemic hits, and everything gets shut down, and now we're restarting, and we're starting this whole thing from the beginning. So um, the first question I want to ask is, what do you look forward to most within the bubble? Hmm. What do we look forward to? Uh, who's going to sneak out to get wings at a strip club again? <laughs> <laughs> I hope, no, I, hope, uh, I hope Lou ain't hearing this. <laughs> he won't. He won't. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing basketball. I feel like this this pandemic for basketball was kind of uh, a miracle in disguise because I feel as if though everybody's healthy. That's what I love about it. Everybody's healthy. There's no excuses. You got time off to relax with your family. You got time off to, you know, heal up. Now it's grind time. Beautiful. And you will? Um, I, I they have lots of time, but some, some teams, they, they might have been messing up their groove. Like, they might have been on, like, an eight-game winning streak. And now mm-hmm. they, they was off for, like, what? Two, uh, I don't even know. Three, what, almost, almost three months. That's crazy. Yeah, almost but, too much. A regular off season. But yeah, I, I, I'm 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 really looking forward to see who who gets the seven eight spot in the Western Conference because that's um that that that's uh, uh I just want to know is Zion gonna make it or or you know what I'm saying he'll be exciting he'll be excited I to mean, watch uh, I believe that's the only uh, conference that has a battle going on for those positions. Well, you know what? Uh, Dallas, I feel like they have the seventh spot down packed. If I'm wrong, yeah. tell me. No, they're, 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 uh, the seventh and eighth seeds are, 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 are available to be taken. So six, six bad? and up, six and up from each conference yeah. is locked. Yeah. Yeah, but Kenny, you are right. I think the Mavericks have like a 10 Mavericks have like, Yeah, yeah like they're, they're, they're a solidified but, spot if they, they would have to literally, choke at epic proportions in order to to um to lose that spot yeah i think they have to lose like pretty much every game yeah so we'll, we'll get to that that'll be the last question we'll talk about those last spots and that'll be the way we end off the show 
But um, so I I look what I look forward to the most, and I'm Randy by the way, and I'm a huge Lakers fan. Rest in peace, Kobe, Black Mamba. Uh, I'm sorry, so actually, man. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. We 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 should have actually started off by saying that. But rest in okay. peace, Kobe, man. So yeah, peace, it's okay. Man. It's okay. Rest in peace for sure. And Gigi. And Gigi, yes, and 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 all the. I got my two four clip. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, so that, uh, uh, I look forward to the most in the bubble to me is because, like, I, I really enjoy watching the game. Like, I love the game. And, like, the no crowd thing is, like, really interesting to me. Like, Ooh, I believe I yeah. believe that there's a lot of NBA players who um, thrive off the crowd and seeing the reaction to not having a crowd right because imagine like if you're a certain superstar where you thrive off the crowd you know you have your wife in in the stands or your girlfriend and then you got all these people cheering for you momentum shifts we know that basketball is a game of momentum you can go on a 10-0 run because your hometown team is just like you know boosting you up like uh, i'll never forget the time that we we went to the uh triple overtime with um okc and the sixers and it seemed like the sixers were going to lose and then carmelo fouled Joel. he got hyped the crowd went crazy and they went to triple overtime and that was all off the strength of the hype of the arena so it's a it's, a it's a bubble so that's not you know how do you gain momentum? You know, and then and then who are the true to me? Like who are the true hoopers? Like who ball? Whether there's no crowd or there is a crowd, there's people that might you know come out um, a lot better in a situation because there's no crowd, because there's no pressure of people, whole bunch of people's and eyes watching. It feels like a gym. It feels like yeah, you in the yeah. AAU so, tournament. So uh-huh. I know that certain uh, point in time they're gonna allow family and friends to come long are they gonna allow them to watch the games i don't know i i don't know i i think it's just a, like uh hey come in and like see them because y'all been because like by the by, yeah. by the time that the playoffs start i think it happens before the playoffs by the time the playoffs start um they would have been gone from their family like a month is some change they already did the month in the bubble now and then the season starts uh next wednesday which is the 6th of august and then the playoffs don't start till the 16th so it, it would have been a month. So they, they bring them in. I, I assume that they're bringing them in to, you know, see the family, show love. But I think the arena is going to stay tight to, you know, who's paid and stuff. So that's the most interesting thing to me, to the bubble. Like, the crowd is an underrated. It, maybe it's not an underrated oh, thing. Yeah. It's the no, big, no. It, it, I think it's a big thing. Like, to be honest, like, I'm a Lakers fan. I want to see LeBron and the Lakers take it to this. I remember LeBron saying when the pandemic first hit and they, t- they said, hey, how do you feel about, you know, uh, playing no with no fans. crowd? If there are no fans, no me, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a little worried that in a in a crowdless thing that he just doesn't have the same. I- I'm hoping that he rises to the occasion and, and, and balls out and gets L.A. another championship. But, you know, he's openly admitted that the crowd is something that he really thrives off. He loves the you know playing away and the crowd booing him and that energizing him in a way too so you know basketball is such a, a momentum game that it's really going to come down to who the hoopers like who just like to who just love to ball who's not in it for you know the flame and the glory they're just there to be in that gym and put the points up so to me that's the most interesting part of the bubble i love it i love it and i mean i feel as if though like I don't mind it, honestly. I love the crowds. I love, like, feeling like you're kind of there. 
just feed mm-hmm. like we we kind of feed off of the crowd on watching it from home that's a fact oh yes that's like, true. so it's like man i, I kind of like something new because uh like you said it's gonna bring out who's here to get it and who's who 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 plays is for the fans and who plays for the dubs. Yeah, the dubs for the, for the, for the chip. Have, have y'all seen it in preseason gonna, games? Uh, back off, though. Yeah, like, I, I, I have. How do you? How, how, how does it feel watching the preseason games without any crowd? Uh, it feels. No, like, it was uh, kind of weird. Like, yeah, it they feels put like, like the big summer league. Yeah, like like Orlando summer league, right? Yeah. It, it, and then that's that's the thing for me too because it's like um with the they, i don't know if y'all noticed but some of the preseason games they had the jumbotrons all around and certain plays they had like a fake crowd you know clapping yeah. Yeah, I, they did it in the beginning but it, then they stopped i think they're experimenting with it to see how it is just weird because they show people in the in the camera it's just just let it rock yeah. man just let it rock i was watching 2k yeah, exactly. Uh, Rachel Nichols was in the in the building watching, but she's able to be in the bubble and watch the games. And she said that it feels like you're in a video game, like a, like a hundred percent feels like a video game. So I like that they still have the you know like when you go to the games, they have like the certain songs during certain moments, like defense and uh you know certain sound effects when you miss the shot. Oh, like when, I like that. Oh, when the dude missed the fr- uh, free throw, it was like yee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's cool. Like I'm okay with that. Like. <laughs> I don't know how y'all feel about that. It was weird. Even the even the even just the sound effects or the, the oh no 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 that that's pretty cool. I mean, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think we want that when it's the real thing though. Like oh, when they're really playing competitively and going for it, I don't want to hear ye when they miss or something <laughs> like that. Well, I mean. It, the, the game's pretty long, right? It's like a two-hour game. It, 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 it's a two-hour game. In the, in during the first three quarters, they'll probably have little sound effects like that, whatever the case may be. But um, I think that when it comes to the crunch time, because the players are used to that. The players are used to certain songs coming on during certain situations or certain things. Yeah. And that's, sometimes the songs are to hype the crowd up, but there's no crowd, so it's a tricky thing. I guess we'll see how it goes. Exactly. So, you know, is there any player y'all look forward to that y'all think will step up within the bubble as a true hooper, somebody who doesn't care about the the fame or the glory, just wants to hoop and put you know get the championship? Um, I just think that's gonna be a big for the bench players. Like, if they were like scared in that moment, now I feel like there's no pressure, and they like somebody like that's gonna is gonna be like a, a sleeper is gonna have a big game. I agree. Big series or a big series. Did y'all see the Dion Waiters and Jr. Smith today? They dropped twenty-one and eighteen. A piece? Oh, 21 yeah. point, 18 points. Yeah, yeah. Jr. has six threes today. Listen, man. Listen, man. Dion Waiters is a big acquisition for me. Like, and then Jr. Smith. Like, these are hoopers. These are guys that it ain't these about the glitz and the glam. Gonna survive off yeah. of the no fans. Let me tell y'all something. I watched Spen uh no not Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh what's the other boy? Karis Levert play the Spurs. And he was out there like he was trying to prove something. Oh yeah. He was out there just, just like he was taking DeMar DeRozan, Murray, he was taking uh 
uh, Lonnie Walker uh, the fifth like he was taking all them one one on one and he was cooking them and like I love it for guys like that like I love it for those dudes who necessarily aren't the all stars or aren't the big names but they're hoopers like they get to shine like mm-hmm. I, I will say though like the average person who watches basketball this might not be enjoyable for them like I love it because I love the game like I don't yeah, know I like how much the casual person you think the you think the ratings are gonna take a hit yeah I think yeah. it will because I want to see I, like is the game gonna be excited. Like that's the only thing. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I don't know if people are gonna be able to watch it. Like yeah, like the real fans, they're gonna watch it. Like I'm gonna watch sure. it. Sure. And the, but. but there is there is that little bit of a uh, you know there is no sports on TV, so I'm gonna pop it on oh, off the yeah, screen. So that's that's true. That's true. So it'll be a hard <laughs> watch, I think. Though. Yeah, I think it'll be a hard watch. I think, you know, I think a lot of people will be waiting for that, you know, Western Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals, Finals games for people to be into it. I'm a little, I'm a little more excited about these first rounds. Okay. Well, let's, let's, let's get right into the first round. Let's start off with the East because the East is a little bit, uh, easier to talk about. Well, hold on. We didn't get to answer the question of players who we're looking forward to. Okay. You're right. You're right. My fault. I'm I'm personally looking forward to watching my uh my rookie of the year, John Morant play. Uh-huh. That's that what I'm excited to see. That's it's a dangerous thing to be in a place where there's no crowd to be running for rookie of the year against Zion Williamson and be hungry as a young dude trying to establish himself with the whole world watching. Man, that boy is born hungry, man. I see him play and he He'll catch a charge and just start screaming like he hit the game-winning shot. It's a fact. And I heard he put on 15 pounds. Yeah, he looks stronger. He looks stronger. I just like his game, man. Like, the fact that he he's with a... I, I just like the whole Memphis squad. Like, how they're young. They're growing with each other. Him and Jared. Jack. I love the connection. Then they got the guy Brooks. That's a good shooter. I'm excited yeah. to see how that Memphis squad. I mean, I don't expect them to go far, but I I love the fact that they're fighting for something and they're gonna grow from it. Yeah, and they're, and they're they're at the top of that um, uh, bottom teams fighting for that eighth and seventh spot. Like it's 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 Dallas and it's them, and then everybody else falls well, under them. Well, I think it's uh it's 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 them in Portland that are actually fighting for the eighth. Yeah, Memphis and Portland. Uh, well, technically, everybody that's playing well, right now is supposedly fighting yeah, for it. So, te- technically, the teams that are fighting is um, Portland, the Suns, you know, the Grizzlies, and and the uh, Pelicans. Okay. Now the those, Suns. Those are, the Suns are at the bottom. Of the, the bottom. But it is yeah, only they, separated by a game or two. Yeah, yeah, they're at the bottom. But I'm saying they have a chance. They're like they're to a team that, that made it. Like they're a team that made it to, for them to try to get into it, which I don't know why. But and I think even the Spurs wasn't the Spurs were like yeah Spurs. Spurs. This is this is where it is. It's uh, Dallas, uh, Memphis, Portland, Pelicans, Sacramento, Spurs, and Phoenix in that order. That's crazy. That is crazy. And they, they fit a, a Suns team to make it even because, like, when we get into the Eastern Conference, the, the, you, you don't want to add in another Eastern Conference team. Like, if you look at that team that, that could have gotten in for the Suns to make it a little bit more balanced, East and West, you don't, you don't want that team in there, you know? 
So they they uh they made the West a little bit more longer because better teams record wise so, are uh, nice. Who's the who's the who's the team that's fighting for the East? Just the Wizards? Uh it's no, it's the um according to this it's the Wizards, it's the Nets and uh who's the third team? I gotta look in our message again. Hold on. Um, I got it. Who is it? Who, it's Wizards, Nets, and it's somebody else that is yeah, like. No, but, well, I only see. Um, oh, the Magic's. The Magic's. Orlando, Orlando. Oakland, and Wizards. Yep. Those are, the, those are the three teams available for the seventh and eighth spot, which means only one of those teams is getting eliminated. You know what like, that means. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the person I'm looking forward to, uh, because you know I'm I'm a Lakers fan, is uh, Deion Waiters. Like everybody's hyped on. Um, everybody's really hyped on J.R. Smith, and I think I believe that J.R. Smith is going to get lesser minutes, and I think that uh, Deion Waiters is going to get it. But to me, Deion Waiters is somebody who we need coming off the bench as a scoring tool when LeBron like like the way Lou Williams is for the Clippers um I think Deion Waiters can be that for us because we were relying heavily on like um um Cal Kuzma and um Alex uh, uh Caruso and you know they're good players but they they aren't bucket getters they aren't like true six men and I think they're like Deion Waiters is somebody that I'm excited to like he has the opportunity to really be off the bench and like really have like a, a free leash like go get a go get a bucket and create so and I, I, I've watched a lot of interviews with him where he's talking about like how this is a, his best situation he's had in a while I've always been a fan of him and he's played with LeBron before so I think he has the trust there he has he has he's he has like the uh the unshakable confidence like I remember back in the day he said that him and Kyrie were like the best one two guards in the league and like everybody was tripping over that but um so he's a little more consistent uh who do you think can be more consistent Dion or jr i think i, I think Dion's gonna be more consistent i think he's gonna get more consistent opportunities to be more consistent well he's definitely that, gonna have more minutes he's gonna have more minutes than jr that's a fact so just off that alone i think if you both put them at equal times i still got uh, Dion, because Dion can put it on the floor a little bit better than Jr. Jr. a lot more like cross you up and pull a shot up kind of player. Um, it's rare that you see him create for others and things like that. Like I think Dion can really, you know, create some things, get some lobs going for uh, McGee off the bench, yeah. Howard. So Jr. will have one night where he drops twenty, and then the next night he'll drop two, and then the next night he'll drop three, and then twenty. Facts. Yeah. Well, Dion. Dion I'm looking forward for the Nuggets too with uh, Bobo the way he's been playing man he's been killing it man hey, they they ran a lineup that was all power forward and centers yeah them. yeah they had the Tokers running the point that was fire I actually like watching Bobo play they have a nice little young core too with him and uh, Michael Porter he's not playing I don't know and why they got Jamal Murray I like it yeah, Jamal Murray looked like he. Oh, he Michael Michael Porter's playing. He, no, he's not, and that's why I'm wondering. Like, I heard, I thought he was ready to play before the season cut out, and then he's had more time to heal 
and he's still not playing. Like, I don't know if it's a corona thing, but he's in the bubble. I've seen him with a mask on on the sidelines. I don't know. I I, I read something that he says he feels 100%, so maybe he's just saving himself for the real thing. Yeah, I hope hope he was getting runs in during the quarantine at a gym or something, because this this is more about, you know, physical shape, like being in uh, basketball shape, you know, kind of getting... Oh, oh yeah. He's a... these preseason games, I mean, I watched the Houston game yesterday. James Harden was playing in the fourth quarter. They're just trying to knock off the rust. Exactly, that's all it is, and I think that's what that's what teams should be doing in these te- in these things, getting as much minutes reps in because once the season starts, you know, it's going. Every game is kind of important unless you're, um, you know, Milwaukee, the you know the top top. Everybody yeah. else is even even like third and down are fighting for playoff seating because. You know, imagine being a third round team playing Portland in the first round or something like that. Like you don't you don't want them kind of problems. So I think I think what was Will calling me? It's recorded. Uh, and we're back. We had some def- technical difficulties with the uh, software that we're using and it cut us off in the middle. So if it sounds like we edited it, chopped the paste, it, that's the reason. But um, just to pick back up where we were at, we were near the end of the podcast. Um, and the last topic I wanted to talk about was um, who you have in each respective conference taking the seventh and eighth spot. I think we should start with the Eastern Conference because it might be a easier conversation because <laughs> it's not so much position. As we know, the Brooklyn Nets, um, the Brooklyn Nets and the Wizards don't have their stars. No Kyrie, no KD, no John Wall, no Bradley Beal. Um, they got who you- they got uh, Brooklyn got Levert that's playing for his position because trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, trade talks were talking about the Nets wanted to pick up Zach Levine, and that is his position. X, and it would so be he's for play him. His heart out. And, Jay, and, said, and Jared Allen as well. Uh, you know, with um, Jordan taking the big man spot, kind of you know pushing him back when he was the center that ushered this team in. What you were saying, Will? I'm sorry. Say it again. Why Bradley Beal ain't playing? Um, uh, they, I think they have to recovering. Yeah, well, he's recovering from a shoulder injury, but uh, I follow his fiance. He be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> that, man, that man is out. He be chilling, man. Yeah, he just opted out. Just like you know, what my 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 Wizards don't really got a chance in the bubble. We just going, you know, if John Wall sitting, I'm sitting. And John Wall is healthy, supposedly. He's no. at 110. I I can't wait to see John Wall and Bradley Beal balling again. Oh man, I know, me too. But yeah. it ain't it gonna. Was, be- uh, it was it was it was almost like it was almost like John Wall got hurt at the perfect time because Bradley Beal was able to just grow. Uh, oh, absolutely. I was I was praying he got traded to the Lakers. To be honest, I was hoping that they just you know try to restart all over and get rid of them contracts and. You know, we get we get Bradley Bill for like four players and a, some draft picks or something. Yeah, if John Wall and Bradley Bill were playing for the Wizards, we I don't I wonder would we be having a different conversation? Oh no, we'd have a different conversation, hundred percent. There'd be no questions asked. So the three teams in the East or John Wall ain't minute. Not at all. Not like two three years, and he's been getting paid yeah. hundreds people, of millions. People forget about him, bro. Um, so it's Orlando, Brooklyn, and Washington. Who's the who's the odd team out? Who's the team that's not going to make that last spot? I don't, I don't uh, know. Washington. 
to be honest, it doesn't even matter. So, but they're all bums. You know how happy like the Bucks are to know that they'll get that eighth spot, that AFC team, whoever it may be. I don't. Yeah. They're, they're gonna play Miami. They're all gonna. Orlando. They're. I. I think Orlando's way more better than um than Brooklyn. To be honest with you, their their team is in whole. Their full team is there. Well, well, right now you're talking about right now, right? With the with the players that's not yeah, playing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I think I think it'll be Orlando seventh, Brooklyn eight. Sure. Just because Orlando has its full roster, and I think that uh, if you if you watch them preseason games, there's a whole bunch of jerseys on the Nets team that you don't know who the heck they are. You've never seen them a day. A whole bunch of like one that you know Jamal Crawford's on the team. He hasn't yeah. been in the league in like two years. Yeah, yeah. ageless so, wonder. Exactly. So it, it's it's one of them things where it it's you're picking. You know the the Magic's aren't known as to be a good team, but at least their squad is together. And all their talents there, and from what I've seen from the preseasons, you know they they look they look decent, and you know I think Nets win it by off the strength of Washington being so bad. Like if you really want to look at a team, like right now the Washingtons are a G League team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at least at least uh you know there's names like Lever, Allen, and um you know Crawford on the Nets to. So to, you know, when you look at that man, don't 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 the Asian kid. I don't know who he is, what's his name, but the Asian rookie from Washington. That's the only guy I kind of recognized. And Ishmith, that was for hang long, about to hang long. Hey, long. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man, the East is, East, East, East is, is uh, you know. They're just there to get everybody else warmed up. To be real, the 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 better conversation when the playoffs come around is you know seeding position for the East because you could have a Sixers team at the sixth spot facing a, a third seed or a second seed and that's dangerous but that's another conversation for another that's podcast. The Celtics and they don't want that type of problem. Uh, the, that, oh. when, we, when we have that podcast about when we find out what the seeding is and who plays who it's going to be oh, a yeah. juicy be a- we have that podcast so I just want to let the viewers know I'm going to talk crazy Oh, you have to. You have to. You have to. You absolutely have to. But um, let's let's transition over to the West. The West is a lot more uh, juicy. So we have again Mavericks, and the Mavericks are eight games ahead at the seventh spot. It, according to what I'm looking at here, they're not locked. But like you said earlier, they're you know what team can really catch up eight games when there's only like eight games left. They're locked and, in. Yeah, so I, I'd, I'd count them locked in. So who yeah, who to take that A spot? We got the Memphis Grizzlies, Portland, Pelicans, Sacramento, Spurs, and Suns in that order. Well, um, I, I want I want either I, I'll be fine if Portland or the Grizzlies or the Pelicans. I don't want to see no Suns or Spurs make it. That's a fact. I agree. And you, and I mean, was dangerous. I, I need, I need, I need, well, I need you to lock in one per one team for that eighth spot, so that we can hold you accountable. See if you got it right in the future. Oh man, lock it's it in. It's probably gonna go. If I had to put money on it, it's probably gonna be the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies and the Grizzlies separation from the other team is three games, so they have a three-game lead. Yeah, that's a lot. 
That's a lot. They, they would really have to choke it up. But, oh, Kenny, who you got? Who you got, Kenny? Who you got, Kenny? Who you got? I'm going to put my money on Portland. They got a healthy uh, uh, joke kick, I think his name is. Yeah, yep, Nurkic. Nurkic. And Nurkic, and I think they might play Whiteside too. So with that, I'm going with them. They they are they are losing Travis Ariza. Travis Ariza chose not to play in the bubble because it, it affected seeing his son for joint custody. So he chose to be with his son. Yeah, that's, that's respect. Respect for sure. So you got Portland. I, I'm gonna who I'm gonna who I'm gonna rock with. John Morant's on a tear, and that the young that. team just got they just got energy. But I can't I can't personally go against Dame Dollar, man. Dame Dollar was making a whole bunch of noise about if I'm not playing for a playoff spot, don't even invite me. I'm not playing. Like don't you know I'm not here to come and just sweat. I'm here if you put me in position to actually get a playoff spot. I'm all for the bubble. He has that spot, and like you said, it's a they call him Skinny Mellow now. Mellow's in shape. Nurkic looks good. The roster's a little filled out. Travis Ariza. Losing Travis Ariza is tough, but I don't know if y'all saw uh, McCullum yesterday. He was out there going crazy. He was out there just having... He's one, he's one of them dudes that I think is... Him and James Harden are two players that I can't wait because they're just... To me, they're true hoopers like, and they're all-star, superstar level players, so I think I think McCullum's going to have a field day. And you got yeah. Dame Pollard, not tired. A lot of the issues with the, with the um, Portland was... Um, Damian was, you know, the only one on the team. Nurkic was hurt. Uh, McCullum was hurt for a while, and he was the only one out there for a little bit. And then sometimes he got hurt, and then uh, McCullum was the only one. So they were fatigued. Now everybody's rejuvenated. I just, you know, all I can think about is Dame waving at the OKC bench after hitting that shot. So, you know, no, I, 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 all I think about is Dame with his face close, looking at the screen, uh, yeah, at the camera, just staring at it. So. Mm-hmm. I love I, I love the youth and the energy and John Morant and what he's done with this team. But I think in a very a situ, this is a situation nobody's been in. So not even a veteran can say, "Oh, I've been in the bubble." Oh, I you know. And it's just like imagine a team who's full of rookies in a situation to lock in the eighth spot in a situation they've never been in. I just I got my money on the big boys. The only one rookie though. Uh yeah, but there's you know the young boys. You got Jared. You got Jared. Uh. Jared Jack and um, come baby. <laughs> a, co- a couple, a couple of young guys. So it's a, it's an interesting race. It's going to be fun. Everybody's talking about the Pelicans taking the uh, I, the eight. How do y'all feel about that? I don't see it, man. And why? I, why not? I, mean, I could do it. Their team, their team is kind of deep with Holiday, Ball, uh, Ingram, Ingram, uh, Zion, and and. That the, uh, 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 the conspiracy theory is that the schedule is set up in a in a way where they have the easiest schedule because everybody wants to see LeBron versus Zion. That's the conspiracy. They look at the schedules and they say, pro- probability wise, if uh, if you go by what's the easier to to the hardest schedule, Pelicans have the easiest schedule um, out of everybody in the West. So uh, they they have the easiest schedule out of the 
Yep, and everybody's making a big hoopla about it because the NBA wants ratings. They want that first round to be LeBron versus Zion, the old that versus will, the that new. Will be, that will be fire. Fire. The team's tough. That's not. That's not. I'm actually surprised both and both y'all that it wasn't a, a conversation between Portland and Pelicans because I I kind of automatically dismiss Memphis a little bit because they're so young and I don't know if they have what it takes to like clutch it. Yeah, but they got like you said they got a three game they got a three game lead so they have to really lose what six out of the eight. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna. My tinfoil hat on. They're saying that the Grizzlies have the hardest schedule in this whole thing. That's beautiful. <laughs> Get them nice and ready. <laughs> and if they clutch it, that's tough. Like I'm not mad, but I'm I'm actually surprised that y'all didn't. Because if you look at the two teams, that well, know, I pick I pick the Grizzlies because I picked the Grizzlies because of the game league. Of course, absolutely, absolutely. I like you Drew Holiday a lot. Yeah, I, that that team is deep, tough, super tough. And if you get a, a a stronger, more lean, according to the you know everybody saying Zion's more in shape and the numbers he was put, we we have to realize that John Morant and Zion are fighting for Rookie of the Year, and Zion only played 19 games. It shouldn't even be a conversation. But for whatever reason, the things that Zion did in those 19 games have That's been so off the scale. He, that's because Zion scored twenty plus every game. Every game, plus with with, with an additional ten plus rebounds and maybe like three or four assists. So you know that's, that is crazy. The league, the league got it painted out like you know that you know Adam Silver is looking to make Zion. You know what I mean the next star, LeBron. Well, if Zion, well if Zion, if Zion gets him into the eighth seed, he's gonna get the rookie of the year. And do you think he deserves it? He have he would have played yeah. twenty. Yeah. If he took, if he, if he if he gets his team to the AFC, then yeah, because you have John Morant with a three game lead, and if you want to be the rookie of the year, then put your team in the playoffs. Then yeah, yeah. If, if a lot of people are saying it's like uh, it's like uh, when LeBron and Melo were going for rookie of the year, Melo had the better stats, but LeBron was like the bigger name, and and Melo made the playoffs as a rookie year. Um, and and LeBron won Rookie of the Year, so they're kind of comparing it the same thing. Like if if Zion wins the award, it's another you know the guy who should have won it didn't because he's not the name, he's not the household person or whatever the case may be. Uh, it might be debatable if he does he if he does take them to the eighth seed, I wouldn't be mad if he got Rookie of the Year, but I think John Moran already got that in the bag. He deserves it. I agree. I agree. And to me, like jo- uh, Zion, do, do y'all really believe that Zion would be the reason the Pelicans would go, or Zion playing good with his team playing good yeah, around? That's what I'm saying. Like, how can we? Well, we we, we got to see. How can we say that he took them? Like, like we said, they have Drew. They have Ingram, Ingram's been balling also. JJ's out there shooting his lights out. So. It's a team well, effort. Because we're, we're going by the, the, the stats that he did play. True, true. But even if, if you watch, yes, he's scoring 20, 20 plus points a game. But if you watch the game, he's not necessarily like leading them to wins either. Like he'd score that much and do that much and they lose. Or they, he'd score that much and do that much. But everybody was clicking. Um, 
I don't know if you can say that the Grizzlies aren't in their position if it wasn't for the way John Morant's playing. I think John Morant has more of a stronger case for I put the team on my back. Because who is he playing Not with? on his back. He got them in their bag. Yeah, yeah. He's floor general. Jackson, he, he's been good since he's came out of college. He can shoot. He's long. He's a great defender. He he more so brought out role players. Like, Absolutely. Brooks wasn't nobody. Then he started getting a little swaggy. Uh-huh. He's getting a little freaky. He's... He's making Valachunas from the Raptors look good. I know. I forgot about Valachunas. So I watched the preseason game. I said, oh, he did get traded over here. I forgot about that. He's making him look like when he was a young boy in the Raptors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm hey. sorry. That's not, that's not Valachunas. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Nah, but Valachunas too. He played for the Raptors. I know. I'm saying they look like him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> went right over my head. I don't even know who the other guy was that you said to be real with you. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea who that guy is. The football player. Nope. Travis Kelsey, man. The, the swaggiest white boy in football. Come on. He's the tight Oh, Casey, Casey, Casey. Okay, okay. I'm not, you know, I'm not an NFL guy. Yeah. They're twins. They're twins. <laughs> they are twins. They literally look the same. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, John Moran definitely, yeah, like I, I said. I don't even want to talk about the Raptors because... Cause I feel like the Raptors gonna make a little noise in the East. I think we're gonna make a lot of noise if you ask me. Well, that that's for another podcast. That is, that is that is for the, yeah. the playoff yeah, preview. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't wanna I don't wanna get ahead. Though. Is there is there a chance that any of these other teams make a surprise run with Sacramento, Spurs, and Suns, or is it a, is it a dead? No, I'm pretty against. I'm but, pretty mad that they're even in it. Yeah, and it's it's just for to fill out a a, a, a roster sake. You got to have enough teams for everybody to play equal. Exactly. So you know it, it gives them, and it's cool for them. Like it's the, it's a cool experience. You know, you get to say that you played in the bubble and you kind of earned that right to a degree because you you beat out three other East Eastern Conference teams. Yeah, I guess. That. But you know, it's 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 they're they're there to be beat up. To be real, they with should you. they should be playing in the WNBA. Well, look, Pop, Pop Spurs have never not made the playoffs for like twenty. This will be the first year he doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy. I know he always makes the playoffs. I trust Pop. It's just that those two teams ahead of him are tons and miles away because they they actually got all their players back too. The Lonnie Walker was hurt. Uh, Murray wasn't playing. Uh, the only thing is Lamarcus Aldridge isn't playing in the bubble. So yeah, that's, that's a herpes. They're that's, just, they're just, they're just not clicking. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's uh, shout out to Pop. You know, uh, his, unfortunately, his wife passed away, and the, the team hasn't been to the, the glory. But this, this would be the first year that he doesn't make the playoffs. But I, that's, I think that says a lot about him as a coach. But oh, one yeah. of the all time. Forgot about that. And I ain't talking about my dad. Rest in peace. For real, but um, this was that was it, fellas. That was this was our first one. It it might have been a little rough with the technical difficulties. Maybe you know, we'll see how this one goes. But it's the first we're one. We're gonna get better. We're gonna get better. It's the first one. With time, so I, I enjoyed myself. I think we did a great. I think we covered a plethora of things, and we got the preseason down packed. The season is like three days away, so I'm really looking Spotify, forward to it. Sign the check. <laughs> I'll add us, Joe Button. <laughs> Jonathan Squat, 
Joe Rogan and Joe and Joe Buttons. We need a Joe Michelle on Obama and got nothing on us. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll that'll be it. From the um, top jersey. I pre- I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all doing this. It was something oh, I wanted oh, to do that oh. minute. And uh something to keep just me uh, get better, man. entertained and looking forward to it. And then we can just we're gonna run this thing back once the oh, yeah. playoff seedings are locked in and we'll talk well, we about predictions and all that. We're gonna come up with, with 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 more fun and more creative questions and what ifs. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, uh, this is uh, Randy from the NBA Bubble Podcast, joined by Kenny and Kenny, Dope. Sign out. A Killer Swag, aka Kenny G. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right, Peace. fellas.